I'm the Urban Foster Dad. And this story is about the time that I dodged a bullet. I received a phone call from social services in another county. And like I said, I don't want to toot my own horn. I'm not good at this podcast stuff, but I am good at taking care of kids. So another social worker in their office had recommended me for this particular kid because of his issues. And he was in a lock facility. But at the same time, I received a call from my local social services office and they wanted me to take a kid. So the young lady, the social worker at the local social services office, she was kind of like dragging her feet. But, you know, when you've been doing this a while, you get a feeling for certain kids or whatever. And I don't know, just based on the things that she was telling me that this particular kid was dealing with, I really wanted to work with him. But I still went ahead and met the kid that was in the lock facility. So I met him, we sat down, we talked with his social worker, another young lady that I work with at my agency. And the plan was, this was like on a Tuesday, the plan was for him to move in on that following Friday. But I still had a feeling, even though I had not met this other kid, I had a feeling that I wanted to work with him, the kid at my local um, social worker, at my local um, social services office. I wanted to work with that kid because he had some of the issues that I preferred to work with. So I told the young lady that I worked with to tell the social worker at my local social services office that if she wanted that kid to move into my home, I needed to meet him the very next day or if I I wasn't going to have room for him because I only take in two kids at a time because I don't have the room to take in anymore. And I had a kid that was already in my home. So she set it up for me to meet him. I met him the next day and right away I was like, okay, I really want to work with this kid. So the kid that was in the lock facility like I've told you guys, my coworker, who is one of my good friends, is a therapeutic foster parent as well. So I told them to, hey, let's allow that kid to move into my coworker's house. The social worker that was the social worker of the kid that was in the lock facility, she was kind of upset because I'm more seasoned than him. And she really wanted me to um, allow that kid to move in with me just because he, you know, like I say, he was in a lock facility. He had a lot more issues or whatever. But I thought, you know what I'm saying? I met the kid and I told my coworker, I think you will be okay. So the kid moved into my coworker's home and the kid that was with my local social services office, he moved into my home and I mean, that kid was awesome. He was great. He didn't give me any major problems or anything. And like I said, a lot of times on paper, kids can seem like they're hell on wheels. 
and they will move in and won't give you any issues. Because a lot of times when the people that are um, making reports, a lot of foster parents, they falsify those documents because the more issues that the kid have, the more money you receive for them every month. So this was doing um, in the middle of the pandemic and my coworker was really happy that the kid had moved in because during that time, because it was the pandemic, they would give you a $2,000 bonus when kids moved into your home. So he moved in with my coworker. Y'all, that kid was giving my coworkers so many issues and I kind of felt bad because he wasn't as seasoned as I was and he did not know how to handle all of it. But here is the bullet that I dodged. That kid was so bad that they had to take him out of my coworker's home and move him to back to another locked facility. When that kid moved out, my coworker, he takes, when normally how they move out, they take, they come and they get all their things at one time. And the kids, most of the kids, they will leave the room a mess. So my coworker, he goes into the room and he was like, wow, this room really reeks of urine. The room smells like urine. And I'm not a fan of telling a kid that they're going to be removed from your home because a lot of kids will start breaking things and start sabotaging the, the, you know, the home and, and um, drawing on the walls and uh, putting holes in the walls because they're upset because you don't want them there. So my coworker goes into the closet in that bedroom and this kid had stored five jars of his urine in that closet. And he had, not only did he store five glasses uh, um, jars of urine in the closet, he just peed all in the closet, all on the walls, just to be mean for no apparent reason. He just did it just to be mean. Y'all, I'm here to tell you, I was so glad that I didn't allow that kid to move into my home. But this goes back to why I told my coworker, because he did not do what I told him to do. And I told him, you check their room every day. You go up under the bed. You check the closet. If you have curtains in the room, you look behind the curtains. You just would not believe some of the things that these kids would do in your home. And this is not the first time I've heard of a kid um, peeing in the floor. Another um, young lady that I work with, she had a kid removed from, from her home because they had a dog. And he thought because he had a dog, he thought because they had a dog, he could get away with this. So whenever they weren't at home, he would go into the living room and pee into the floor. But what he did not realize is he, I mean, he would literally pee on the carpet 
Their dog was trained. And this was something that the dog never did until he moved in. And anybody that has a dog, urine from a person and urine from a pet has a totally different smell. But, you know, like I said, this is one of those things I want you people to look out for. Always check your kids' room. Um, always present um, rules for structure when they first move in. Don't assume anything. I'm the Urban Foster Dad, and that was a story time about the time I dodged a bullet. And to remember to always turn from a place of love, kindness, and understanding. You are listening to the Urban Foster Dad Podcast. All of our content will be true, raw, and uncut. Please ask questions, leave a comment, and subscribe so you won't miss an episode.